In today's show, we're looking ahead to Wednesday in the NBA, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter, as always, at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. This episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions that you don't want or need and can even negotiate better deals on the ones that you want to keep. Thank you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. There are 11 games on Wednesday. We're going to look at all of them. So let's get in right now. First game is the Rockets and the Wizards. And we do expect that Christian Wood and Kevin Porter Jr. return. But I'm very interested to see what they do with Wood. I think there's no doubt that Porter goes back and starts. Does Wood though? I don't know. I feel like there's a, it's a very different vibe with Wood than it is with Porter. I expect him to, but I really want to watch what they do with his playing time, with his shot attempts, with his role in the offense, all of that stuff. And then Gary Bird. Garrison Matthews put up good numbers last game without Kevin Porter there, but Porter will return. Brooks is out, so that does help Matthews. But what does his playing time and the shot distribution look like for Garrison Matthews? Well, for the Wizards, there's a bunch of guys for them that could return from protocols. Um, It won't be Dinwiddie. It won't be Hachimura. It won't be Harrell. It won't be Holiday. But it likely will be Hull Neto. That information all just came through. So, big minutes again for Dan Gafford. Big opportunity again for Kyle Kuzma and for Contavious Caldwell-Pope. But with Dinwiddie out and Neto back, do they go Neto starting? Or does Beal get that starting job at point guard once again? And how does that impact these other players is going to be something that we need to watch. The Sixers... And the magic, no Tyrese Maxey for Philadelphia in COVID protocols, all right? No Shake Milton with his back injury, no Matisse Thibel, no um, Paul Reed in COVID protocols. So Furkan Korkmaz will probably get another start and a lot of ball handling opportunities. And he did all right at point guard and Seth Curry, whose numbers have started to drop somewhat. He actually recovered a little bit last game in the second half, but would have been poor before that. Still rostering him, and Korkmaz is maybe a stream option. But watching how the role looks without Maxi and without uh, Thibault and without Milton will be interesting. While for the Magic, we may be in a situation where we're getting Cole Anthony back. He's listed as questionable. Tumor Kiki's off the injury report. How do those two things impact Franz Wagner? Who's been excellent, posting like 26 usage, shooting well. Will that usage maintain with Anthony back? And then what do we make of Mo Bamba? One, two, three, four, five. Bamba's playing time has been down in his two games back. His production's been down. Is that what they're going to be doing with him moving forward? Is Wendell Carter establishing himself as the preferential big man? They should, or he should be. But we'll see, is that the thing that they're going to continue to do? For the Detroit Pistons, we haven't played it for a while. But Alf Stewart could be back. Is that you, Mr. Stewart? Well, who the hell else do you think it'd be? 
Get in here, you pair of flaming galahs. And literally, just as I record this and just as I say this, he's been ruled out. So, no, Alf Stewart will not be back. I just went to look at the Pistons, and it happened literally right now. He is uh, out. So, no Alf Stewart. So, Trey Lyles. The value for Trey Lyles spikes. And then, the value with Stewart out, with Jackson out, with Joseph out. Um, the depressed penis. He's been remarkably happy. Putting up really good numbers, Sadiq Bay. Huge minutes, huge usage, huge production. I think that happens again. And then for the Charlotte Hornets, Kelly Oubre's minutes were absolutely horrible last game. 12 minutes only. I don't expect him to be that bad, but does he push back up to sniff 12 teams? I don't think so. And I also want to watch Lamelo Ball's numbers because they've been pretty poor. Th- 31 and 23 minutes the last two games. Outside the top 70 over the last two weeks. Struggling a bit at the moment. I'd like to see him get that back on track. ASAP. The Spurs and the Celtics. What are we going to do with Devin Vassell? Or what is Greg Popovich going to do with Devin Vassell? DeJounte Murray, I think, is a chance to return. McDermott and Walker probably won't be there, but Bates Diop is back. So does Vassell play 30-plus? Let's bloody hope so. And Jakob Pertl was on my buy-low show the other day. So can he, in the Wednesday game against the Celtics, start to step it up? For Boston, Jason Tatum's off the injury report. So that's great news. So how is that going to impact guys like Rob Williams, who's probable? How does it impact Dennis Schroeder and his playing time? Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown. Schroeder in particular, whose first, yes, last two games he's played, I'm sorry, last game he played 37 minutes. First game back from COVID, whereas the game before he got COVID, he played 18. So his playing time is just not something I can keep a good track of. But with Tatum back, does he go back to playing mid-20s in minutes? And how does Williams next to Horford go? Because it has, has had some success in the last couple of games. And we hope that that's something that can continue. But... If you don't want something to continue, especially the excessive amount of subscriptions that we've all signed up for and free trials and all that sort of stuff, then why don't you check out Truebill? Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't need, that you don't want, and the ones that you simply forgot about. Truebill, on average, or sorry, on average, people save 720 bucks a year with Truebill. And because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge, they are there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has over 2 million users and has helped them save over $100 million. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Matty B, in fact, is one of those blokes. He says, in a matter of seconds, I saved $660 for the year on my DirecTV bill. I saved $120 for the year on my Sirius XM bill. And I saved $840 a year on car insurance. That's a lot of money on car insurance, man. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start cancelling today at truebill.com slash locked on MBA. Go right now. That's truebill.com slash locked on MBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash locked on MBA. Nets and paces. I want to watch the Nick Claxton minutes and how they work. What happens if LaMarcus Aldridge is playing? Do they start Aldridge? Do they start Claxton? But of course, the number one thing I want to watch is Kyrie Irving because he's back. He's back. He's ready to go. He's playing away from home. How does he look? Excellent is my guess. But what, do they limit his minutes at all? Just, it's just, honestly, for as much bullshit that's going on with Kyrie, it's just fun to watch him play basketball. And I actually can't wait to watch him play basketball. Other shit aside. For the Pacers, well, there's a lot of blokes out for them. Um, you know, Brogdon, Levert, Duarte, Warren, Martin, Lamb, Jackson, Badadze, McConnell. So we're going to get some interesting players. O'Shea Brissett, minutes are all over the place. He's not really a 12 or 14 team league guy, but watching his role and how he plays will be intriguing to me. And then Kiefer Sykes, starting point guard Kiefer Sykes, who 
I think he's interesting enough to at least consider streaming, especially for 14 team leagues and watching how he and Dwayne Washington Jr. play in that backcourt. For the Golden State Warriors, well, to me, it's all eyes on Jordan Poole and his role. I think he's going to stick off on the bench. Steve Kerr said some bullshit. It's matchup based. Okay, so the last two matchups have been matchup based apparently against the Jazz and the Heat. That seems like a load of garbage to me. But what does Poole's minutes look like in comparison to say the, the Dr. Gary Payton? And then Otto Porter, who went from playing 36 minutes replacing Draymond Green to just 19 in a game without Andre Iguodala. What is Porter even going to play? Because it is a back to back. Um, him and Iguodala will sit out one of those games. I don't know which one they sit out. But is Otto going to even play in this one? That's that's the question, isn't it? We, we don't know where his value lies. We don't know if he plays at all and how that gets replaced, whether it's John Kaminga or Toscano Anderson. For the Mavericks, Porzingis is out. So Muxy Kleber has been starting. And I think Muxy is at least a 12-team league option. And then Tim Hardaway. I want to watch him not because I think he's a 12-team must-roster player, but just to get an idea of what his role is. Is he just a 25-minute-a-night game, a 20-minute-a-night player now? With Brunson starting, with Bullock in the mix. Now, where does Hardaway's role? It doesn't look particularly clear. Let's go to the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're taking on the Timberwolves. Josh Giddy, fresh off that big triple-double, but we could get the return of Ale- Gildas Alexander, Dort, Baisley, Robinson Earl, and Mann, which will put a dent in Giddy's usage for sure. He'll still be good, but he won't be that level of last game. And then watching Lou Dort, who, prior to his knee soreness, was playing poorly. Really, really bad shooting numbers. And I don't think he's a good shooter, but I also don't think he was as bad as what he was in that game. But Minnesota... Their opponents, they could be full strength. Towns and Russell are both questionable to return after their conditioning. And then what that does for guys like Jalen Noel, and does Noel stay in the rotation over, say, an Akogi or a McLaughlin or even a Torian Prince? Does he get more minutes than Malik Beasley? And then Patrick Beverly, who I cannot stress enough, is a must-roster player. Um, he's playing really well. He plays well with Russell. He plays well without Russell. I think he's worth uh, he's worth grabbing and seeing how it goes. The Raptors and the Bucks. With Yuta Watanabe in the COVID protocols, there is an opportunity for Chris Boucher to maintain 20-plus minutes, and that gives him at least stream value, while Scotland Barnes' first game back wasn't particularly great, just the 30 minutes in that win against the Knicks, but his production was down. So I'm always wanting to watch what Barnes and Trent do in particular when this team is healthy, and they're pretty much healthy now. So how those guys' minutes look, how their production looks in comparison to those other players. Well, for the Bucks, uh, Chris Middleton's been a little bit disappointing. I'd like for him to turn it back around. There's no Dante DiVincenzo in this game. Um, can Middleton get his production back up? And then with no DiVincenzo, Allen and Connaughton, can any of those guys reestablish themselves as 12-team league players? I sincerely doubt it, but we'll be watching to see whether that happens. Now, did the injury report show earlier today, and we didn't have this news, but we do have it now. Joe Ingles has entered the COVID protocols. That does help the value of Jordan Clarkson. J-O-R-D-A-N-C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N. And Rudy Gay. They also don't have Mia One anymore, who could have stepped into that rotation role. So I'm guessing Jared Butler and and or Trent Forrest can step into that position for the Utah Jazz. I probably should flick this across to talk about the Jazz. They are taking on the Nuggets. Um, watching Basmati, Royce O'Neal, is something I think we should be doing as well, whose production has been shithouse. I don't think he's a 12-team league guy. And then also Mike Conley, who's been playing really well. And and just, you know, just wanting to watch what Conley's able to do and whether he maintains this value. Well, for the Nuggets, they are dealing with, obviously, a lot of absences. There'll be no Monty Morris. Um, there'll be no Jeff Green. So Faku gets another start, but there also could be no Austin Rivers. 
So if Rivers is out, does the big stiffy Bones Highland step up into a larger role? They were pretty disappointed with Highland's play last game, and he wasn't that good. Um, could he be a streamer? I'm not really sure he's quite there yet, but Farku, Farku is a 12-team league player. The Atlanta Hawks and the Sacramento Kings. Cam Reddish dealing with that ankle injury still. Bogdan Bogdanovich, COVID protocols. John Collins, COVID protocols. Are they going to play? What does Kevin Herter's playing time look like? It was huge last game, first game back. Huge numbers. And he is worth streaming, but that could be impacted by Bogdanovich and Reddish. And then Onyeka Okongwu, who I really like as a backup, but again, more want to watch him just so I can feel more confident in me telling people that there's no way that he can be a 12-team league player when players are healthy. I want if, if I'm wrong on that, I'll admit it. But I want to watch to see where his playing time lies and how good he looks in comparison to Capella. Well, for the Sacramento Kings, with um, Rashawn Holmes dealing with COVID protocols, Damian Jones is the guy there, especially now also that Shemezi Metu has entered COVID protocols. Jones is a must-roster player, and he's playing really well. And I also want to watch De'Aaron Fox, who's been playing um, poorly, turned it around a little bit last game, but let's hope that he is able to get things going at a higher level moving forward. The Heat and the Blazers is the next game. We don't know at this point whether Jimmy Butler is going to play. There is some thought that he might miss this game and then return on Saturday against the Suns. And if he is out, then there's value for guys like Max Struess and Caleb Martin. Um, Caleb Martin, I think, is a must-roster player at this point. Struess might return, as might Gabe Vincent, but we don't know that yet. But they would be um, options to add in 12-team formats if Butler is out. While for the Blazers... Don't expect CJ McCollum to play. I also don't expect Damian Lillard to play, but we don't know that just yet. So Anthony Simons went bananas against the Hawks. A little bit of a different defensive matchup against the Heat. But if Lillard is out, Simons has value. If Lillard plays, Simons doesn't really have much value. And then Nasir Little, who also turned in a good game. Big minutes, big production. But if Lillard plays, I'm less enthusiastic about what Nasir can do. But if you are looking for a New Year's resolution, maybe it should be to start chucking out your sugary treats and replacing them with Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, but it's also bloody delicious. It is great. Cookies and cream, mate, just don't, just trust me, get a box. But there's also other ones out there, coconut, mint brownie, orange, raspberry, strawberry, peanut butter brownie. That's not for me, but that's for other people to love. There's so many great flavors out there. And if you want to fight me about it, I'm jacked to the absolute gills with Built Bar and I'll take you down straight away. Bilpa is full of deliciousness. It is full of protein, but it's lacking, thankfully, in carbs, in fat, in calories, and in sugar. So go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and get yourself boxes of Bilpa. Bilpa is built different. BetOnline has you covered this holiday season. More props, more odds, more lines, more contests as the NFL marches into week 18 in the playoffs and the college football national championship game is just around the corner. BetOnline is your number one spot for all sports action this season. So head to the website or use your mobile device and sign up today using our code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome deposit bonus. From basketball to football, the NHL, UFC, boxing, and right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all of the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online is where the game starts. Let's look at some stream options now on the back-to-back. -back. Now, you may have ability to stream on the back-to-back -back with so many guys injured and in uh, COVID protocols. The ability to stream on a high-volume day does improve. So if you are looking for some Wednesday-Thursday streamers, Josh Richardson in Boston. We're looking at Juan Toscano-Anderson, the Dr. Gary Payton, and Kevon Looney in Golden State especially considering that Porter and Iguodala are expected to miss at least one of these two games. 
Killian Hayes, Josh Jackson, Trey Lyles, and Saban Lee in Detroit all have stream value, especially with Isaiah Stewart already ruled out and Corey Joseph ruled out for that Wednesday game. We're just looking at Wednesday options. We're looking at the Dr. Gary Payton, Danny Green, Tory Craig, Anthony Simons, especially if Lillard is out, PJ Tucker, Muxy Kleber, Nasir Little, Marvin Bagley with Metu out, Josh Richardson and Grayson Allen. For deeper leagues, all of those guys still apply, but we're also looking at Killian Hayes, Jermichael Green, Rudy Gay, especially with Ingles out, Bates Diop, Highland, Korkmaz, Toscano Anderson, KJ Martin, Kevon Looney and Kenrich Williams. And then in points leagues, Damian Jones must roster. Patrick Beverly must roster. Faku Campazzo must roster. Devin Vassell probably must roster. Marvin Bagley, Gary Payton, Justin Holiday, Tory Craig, Anthony Simons, and Nasir Little. That will do it for today's show, guys. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And if you're on YouTube, give it a thumbs up and leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.